what you expect. Let's get on a roll. Hey. It's about time for some quality control. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are now joining the Quality Control Podcast, quality conversation had by quality people in order to influence quality results. And we're not going to YouTube it this time. We're not going to go in and talk about how we need you to like, click, and subscribe and take that old extra three minutes so we can get you sucked in so we can get paid on that ad money. We are about to get down to the meat and potatoes. And this episode is going to be called A Prime Example. Now, I'm pretty sure you know why we want to call this episode that because late breaking news Saturday night after Jackson State clinched their second in a row SWAC championship, Coach Prime. With the class that he had, sat down with the team and actually gave a formal announcement of him becoming the new head coach of the University of Colorado Buffaloes. I haven't played with the uh, Colorado Buffalo since 2002 NCAA. That used to be my team, man. The black and gold went hard. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's crazy what we see right now on social media. Everybody's kind of in the frenzy. You have one side going one way, the other side going another way. And we just decided we wanted to have a quality conversation about it. So we decided to make an episode called The Prime Example. So basically, Justin, let's get right into it, man. What have you seen? What have you observed? What have you noticed? And just tell us what are your feelings and thoughts about it? Yeah, I, um, man, as far as like the whole conversation, I, I think it's pretty crazy. I know me and you talked, um, what was that? We talked one day last week. Right. About uh, when things to shake down when he gonna make the announcement when he's gonna uh move and go do his thing it was her that may have been usf but then like colorado had kind of fell off then colorado kind of picked back up pick up pick steam back up things like that and then we kind of went from there so i know we had that conversation but um as far as like the reaction and stuff like that went i knew that he would get some venom i just didn't think that it would be to this level um i think that it has shown a lot within our community, but I also think that it's also shown people's true colors. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just a quick synopsis of what I think. Um, and I'll flip back to you because I know we're going to get a little, little bit deeper into it a little later. And so I'll, I'll flip back to you. Yeah, man, all this has been expected, unfortunately, just based on the world that we live in. I, I expected the reaction that he's gotten from both sides. Unfortunately, that's where we are. You have a side that understands, you have a side that doesn't understand, and you have a side that is engulfed in their feelings. And one thing about this world, the world does not care about your feelings. And at the end of the day, you will hurt your feelings in the long run, worried about other people's feelings. And we'll talk about that later on. So, but yeah, just congratulations, first of all, to Coach Prime on the new opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Just to see what he's done. In the, you can call it two and a half years he's been here. Mm-hmm. Back to back sweat championships. They have an undefeated season this year, and I probably put my next check that they will win this celebration bowl. And by the way, you heard it here first. I believe Atlanta as a community, because they're having that game there, correct? Yes, yeah, Atlanta. That's going to gross a billion dollars in, in revenue for that city. That game alone, because it's, it's HBCU, it's Coach Prime's last HBCU game. And just as they want to win this game to make an undefeated season, that other team wants to take Coach Prime out and have them a, um, a one loss on their record. So I believe that game is going to grow super high for that Atlanta community, which Atlanta is already Atlanta. We know that, but it's just going to be extra popular because of the game. So Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a big impact. I think that uh, it's a lot of 
a big spot, a bigger spotlight on this game than it would have been uh, initially. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, he's kind of handled that in a unique way, but again, I'm gonna get into that a little later. So I'm 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 pressed to see it to see how everything shakes down. It's definitely a uh, prime time way of going out if you know him or know how he likes to do stuff for sure. Exactly, and I'm excited for the person. You know, um, I I mean, transparent moment. My first HBCU game was last year when Chevrolet actually had the event to where they gave out the tickets. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw me on social media giving out tickets. That was my first uh, HBCU game, and I want to say it was Alcorn. Yes, I want to say it was Alcorn because they came right back around the next week and they hosted the SWAC championship where they played Prairie A&M last year. So that was the second HBCU game I checked out. So historically, or just from a transparent moment, I have not had much experience with the HBCU landscape. But getting the feel for it, watching the battle of the bands, the energy, man, it's second to none. And yeah, it's definitely it's an experience for sure. Absolutely. And Coach Prime highlighted that. And mm-hmm. so what I want to get into real quick, my thoughts on Coach Prime heading to Colorado versus his impact on Jackson, Mississippi. Let's 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 break down this real quick. It's real simple. Yeah. It, it, it's not rocking science. So Coach Prime comes into this program. Uh, I want to say Jackson State hadn't had a winning season in a couple of years. Definitely not a swag championship since 2007. We know that, mm-hmm. and we know about the infrastructure problems that Jackson, Mississippi has. They are still having water issues. So first question to anybody listening is, what coach you know in HBCU or D1, AA, D1, Power 5, whatever you want to call it, is having infrastructure issues that can't keep running water? Let's ask, let's ask ourselves that question. So when we talk about going from Mississippi to Colorado, boom, let's look at that. Dion's not fighting infrastructure. He don't have to worry about water being cut or water pressure. He don't have to worry about relocating kids, the students rather, the players, to hotels in order for them to get adequate practice and, and rest and things like that because they need water. Don't have to worry about that. All right, number two. We recall, I don't know if this was a hoax or not, but Dion had some stuff stolen. Coach Prime, let me call him by where he wants to go by. Coach Prime had some stuff stolen from him that supposedly was returned, and this was during mm-hmm. his first year. So even his son's uh, car has been broken into. So right. So yeah. okay, let's let's put this in perspective. You know, everybody's looking at all oh, this is the coach he left, and he man they down here get you know robbed and all kind of stuff. So let's just mm-hmm. put that in perspective. So we talking about infrastructure, we talking about safety. Now let's talk about facilities. The man had to come out of his pocket so they can finish the locker room so they can get ready for the <laughs> season. Come on now, and yep. and and let's let's talk about the money. Everybody want to talk about and play that song. Must be the money. Three hundred thousand dollars gross. We not talking net. We talking gross. Three hundred thousand dollars yep. gross, which may break down from a net figure, maybe twenty bands a month. Maybe yeah, I think it's like 20, 20 to twenty one. Uh, when I looked it up the other day, right? Maybe twenty bands a month to yeah. not have running water consistently, uh, to get uh, have a chance to get robbed and not have enough facilities to propel a school. So mm-hmm. we we, we want to talk about that. So, man, just in that alone, I congratulate him on the promotion. And everybody wants to talk about they get it out the mud story. That's out the mud. That 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 right there is out the mud. Because at the end of the day, how people think is, man, 
if he had to went to Colorado first, went to TCU first, or anything like that, mm-hmm. man, he could have came to HBCU and did something. Right. So that right. just shows you that no matter what you do and how you do, you never please some people. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, it's it's a catch twenty two. Um, I mean, and a lot of people I see or seen yesterday, um, you know, very emotional, uh, especially here in, in the Mississippi. Looking at that, you know, I seen people, and I hate to say it, but quote unquote praying for his downfall. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, oh, he's gonna regret leaving JSU. He's gonna want to come back. He's gonna wish he he should have stayed another year. This, that, and the third. He shouldn't have took away the spotlight from those kids and all this stuff, just all kind of stuff. And my thing is like, man, Dion is a, let's not forget, he's a NFL Pro Football Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Like if you he, if you listen to what he said, Justin, not to cut you off, he, he said, you know, everybody could, getting these jackets now, but it's an upper room to that thing. He exactly. upper room Hall of Fame. Let's put that out there. And he is arguably known as legitimately the greatest all-time at the cornerback position. Absolutely. Hands down. No debate. He he is has an electric personality as far as in the world of football, as far as being one of the groundbreakers, as far as like being the big personality with the change, the style, putting it all together and playing on the field. So you take that, and there's nothing that this guy can do to dim his light because he created that light before he went to JSU. Absolutely. Um, I remember talking to somebody on yesterday or coming on a post yesterday and the thing was like, oh, you know, he didn't make JSU. JSU, in so many words, made him. I'm like, college game day, and, and I'll say this because I know people are crucifying uh, Shannon Sharp and Stephen A for being real and saying if they had a choice, they wouldn't have went to HBCU first, this, then, the third. But I'm going to say this. Game day came there because of Dion Absolutely. And what he's brought to the school, the notoriety. There's been countless coaches jumping to the HBC ranks that don't bring any of that and can't because they don't have the resources, they don't have the cachet, and they don't have anything. Um, going back to, like you said, with the financial position, this man basically coach when you break down that money deal for free for two years. Absolutely. Um, he coached three seasons. Of course, he came in at the pandemic. They didn't do well at all. People mostly forget that season. And then they had to get ready for a full season two months after that um, because that season was played in the spring. And then they came back in the fall and he played another season and then went undefeated, then played another season this year and went undefeated again. The same thing people praise you for will be the same thing people hate you for when it's not benefiting them. Absolutely. They love the the showmanship, the the interviews, the who ain't sweat. I'm sweat all of that when it was beneficial. But then when it was time for him to say, well, you know what? Uh, I got these people. They willing to elevate me. I'm willing to take that next step. Now, all those things. Oh, he was just doing that for himself. Oh, he pimped. He pimped HBCU. Um, he did this and that and the third. Like, <clears throat> I think the clear picture is, and Mario, I don't want to take up too much time. No, go ahead. He used it in the way that it was needed to be used for him as a stepping stone. Correct. Now, God might have told him to come there, but God can also tell you to leave a place. It's not beneficial for him to stay. I know everybody wants him to be like one of these great HBCU coaches that stays there forever. But those days are here and gone. Your assistance, this is something most people don't talk about. 
his assistants were making the poverty line salary wise twenty five thousand. Absolutely, that's that's nothing. And think about like, it: them coming there for that job was clearly an investment. What I don't know any other HBCU um, staff that has Caucasian coaches on. Let's put that out there. I don't. I don't and, keep up with that, it. I could be wrong. Yeah. And then y'all want him to take. Okay, he's getting paid three hundred thousand. Your assistant getting paid twenty five thousand, and you supposed to be manning your work now. Mario, you have a family. I got me and my girl. I know one thing. I can, I don't have to ask you this question, but I'm asking anyway. When it come down to it, would you work for two years for free, even if you got the money, and a better opportunity comes, and you don't look at your family and say, man, we could do better. Your kids playing for the program, and they taking baths in, at the facility and stuff like that. I mean, come on now. No, it's rhetorical. They get to get the whole experience. And I'm not saying that Colorado is better than JSU. I'm not saying the experience at JSU is worse than Colorado. I'm saying these kids get to experience what having a training a training room look like, an indoor and outdoor facility, uh, campus backing and fan backing. I mean, that's just it's boosters. So much to it, but that's put it out there. Boosters, yeah, boosters, everything. And a lot of y'all, and I'm gonna say this too real quick, and I'm gonna give it back to you, Mario. A lot of y'all, like Mario said, he made this reference. A lot of us back in the day played with Colorado on the video game, stuff like that. It Colorado has been off the map for probably, I'm going to say, 15 to 20 years. Let me give you the but stat, let's bro. let's not forget. Let me give you the stat, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- Colorado has had four winning seasons in the last 20 years. With their their, mo- their most four. wins in one season, 10, and that was in 2016. So they haven't had a winning season since 2016. So let's put that out there. They were the Big 12, now they're the Pac-12. So and, and, and nobody realizes Colorado is not has not back in the day was not a scrub. No, they were not. Like it's random to most of us. We like Colorado, but it's a school to salute. Like that has had a losing background for many years. So they do it for a culture change. They do it for a shock to the system. And like a lot of people talking about that speech he made yesterday. Mario, you play collegiate ball. I've been around collegiate ass sports and things like that. He just kept it real. What speech you talking about? To the Colorado people or are you talking to the one? To the of players. Them? Which players? Jackson State or Colorado? No, Colorado players. Oh, man. He was on some lean on me shit on that speech. I'd rather somebody keep it real with me than lie. He said, I already got my luggage with me, and it's Louis. Right. Them four or five stars coming in there, don't have me over there and I'm a one star talking about I'm going to work my way up because you're not. He, Let's man, be for real. And he also said, too, he said, um, somebody asked a question, what are you playing for the offseason? He said, how can I kindly put this? I'm trying to make y'all quit. Because basically, yeah. here's the thing. The numbers don't lie. The numbers are telling him what the state of that program is. And basically, the people that you have right there, either they're not trying to put out, which he don't need that mentality anyway. Think about this. Mm-hmm. When the last time Mississippi State beat Alabama? 2007 Coach Crew. You know probably why we beat Alabama that year, and I, I might get some flack for saying this, but I'm gonna just put it put it yeah. out there. When did Alabama's first real Nick Saban team hit the map? 2009 with Mark nice. Ingram. Yeah, let's go and put that out there. That's when Nick Saban had his guys in there, and they the tide been rolling ever since. So Dion got the, he got to purge the system, and he said that he said the quarterback coming. Man, homeboy jumped in the portal before the announcement was made. He already knew what time it was. Yep. He hopped in the portal before the announcement was formally made. Dion got there talking about he said 12 coming. I got 10 more coming. I got the staff coming. 
he he said I'm coming, and that and that was his slogan. It was I believe versus I'm coming, and he he is. So and it's a and it's a scorch the earth approach. Sometimes you have to burn everything down in order to build it back up. You have to, um, and that's just the that's just the, the the truth of the matter. If you got a lot of guys in there that's content with mediocrity, you're not gonna be around greatness. No, you're you, not. You just can't. They don't. It's oil and water. Won't um, mix. I'm gonna ask you this question, Mario. What did Coach Prime's elevation show you about our community? Oh man, let me tell you something. This is gonna be it. Coach Prime elevation showed me who has and who doesn't have business sense. Everybody talks business. Everybody talks about you know elevation, and they play the little reels. I gotta elevate. Everybody hollering about elevate, but they don't understand elevation. And what it showed to me about the community is people depend on you to elevate them. But when it's time to elevate yourself, they crucify you because like you said before, I think Cole prime elevated that program for these two years. Let me tell you something watching swag football and watching Jackson state on TV, HBCU football game speed is notably slower than power five schools. Would you agree to that? When you oh, yeah, watch when sure. you watch a power five school, say for instance, you watching USC versus Texas 2005 with Vince Young and Lindell White and um all those people in Reggie Bush versus mm-hmm. watching the typical HBCU football game. The speed is down. Now, when I watched Jackson State play, what hypnotized me and, and made me gravitate to them, their game speed is so much faster. And I'm telling you, that's why they dominated the swag for two years in a row. Their speed is just like, wow. And one thing I can respect about Coach Prime, he asked about, uh, do y'all have a shot against uh, Alabama Nick Saban? Coach, uh, Coach Prime said, I got to skill people. I ain't got to buy it. I ain't got to buy this in the trenches. He said, I'm not going to sacrifice these guys. He already know what time it is. But guess what, right. though? Coach Prime said the best. I'm coming. And I believe he's going to be there. But what this has showed about, Show me about the community is everybody's exposing themselves. They expose what they understand. They expose them what they don't understand. And it, to me, it to mm. some people is uh, it's utterly embarrassing. You drop one right there. It's yep. utterly embarrassing for people to be out there and see this guy elevating and doing something to perpetuate his legacy. Because what people don't understand is one thing about it is it shows that you really don't don't have any focus on what you're trying to do. You're not in a position elevating if you you are hating on somebody that's actually elevating. You can't be. Because at the same time, you focus and you got your head down and you working, you see somebody improve, you see somebody get that promotion, and you see you got to watch how he did it. And yeah, it was a class act. Do you think any other coach would have sat down with them players and said, Hey, I'm finna bunk out of here, man? No, he just would he he would have hit the jet. Yesterday. They don't even talk to him. No, they hit the jet, man. Won't coach him. Right. That most most quitting that. Right. Going he, into the bowl. He he he's he skipped the media press at the end. He went straight down. He he actually addressed those guys. And one thing I could respect about Coach Prime, and a lot of people didn't catch this. He said, Look, guys, don't y'all go hopping in this portal because y'all will die. And he said, if y'all need some advice about it, y'all can come see me. All he's saying is that everybody can't go. That's a gem right there. When you're mm-hmm. talking about moving up and, and being successful. Everybody can't go. Everybody cannot go to the top. So with that being said, man, that's what I've seen. Everybody can't accept the fact that they ain't going to the top, and everybody feel abandoned when mm-hmm. you're actually 
you, you're elevating. And he's doing that for him. He's doing that for his career. He's doing that for the perpetuation of his legacy. Because let me tell you something. When it comes to promotion and elevation, you're going to have grandkids. You're going to have kids. And you're going to have generations asking why or why you didn't. And Coach Prime is leaving it all on the table. So that's how I feel about how our community is responding to him. You you tell me how you feel, bro. Honestly, kind of like you. I'm up, uh, It upset me. Um, I, I say I add to what you said. It upset it upset me for sure. Um, it showed the ignorance and it showed why we are behind. Exactly, crabs um, in the bucket. And why we will and why we will stay behind. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but I do feel confident saying that you made the reference. Crabs in the bucket. Everybody's cool with you until it's time to go. We got people finding fault in everything because you can't, as we alluded to earlier, you can't satisfy everybody. But what's crazy is you ain't going to do everything right. But when it's time to go where you got to go, you got to do what you got to do. Coach Prime, they can talk about him catching that flight after the, after the game. But guess what? We talked about other coaches at the Power 5 level that catch flights and got the plane waiting during the game. Absolutely. It ain't no difference. It's college. It's not church league. This ain't high school. We really ain't got to talk to you in a pampering way to make sure your feelings are preserved by the end of this conversation. What he talked was business, like you said, Mario. That portal, I talked to my girl about it the other day. I said, man, one thing about one thing I don't say about transfer portal is the mid to lower tier level guys that jump in that portal and never get out. They die. He said it. Um, it's easy, it's better to know and be real with yourself and get your education and, and be done with it than to, like you said, jump in that portal and be looking crazy because ain't nobody picking you up. Um, and you ain't had that offer since three years ago and you ain't touching field and ain't nobody checking for you. So that's just keeping it real, keeping it a hundred. But going to the community, going back to the community though, we will find a reason to demote anything. Right. Criticize, demote, uh, all the same. They setting them up for failure. Who? Who is they? <laughs> because he wanted to be better. Right. He wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if he wanted to be mediocre. Exactly. I mean, come on, dude. He even talk about Hall of Famers. Do you think anybody who is who is comfortable being average would call out of the Hall of Fame for saying, oh, y'all just giving joke jackets to anybody now? No. Come on, dude. And got the resume to back it up. To, right, to this day. To this day. I'm talking about um, what my it's boy no, is. Dante no Wilder to this day. To this day. It, right. There's no <laughs> cornerback that, that we can say, oh, yeah, man, he like Dion. Oh, yeah, he changed it like Dion. He ain't got the swag. He can't lock lock up. Dion, how soon we forget? Dion was still locking up at 40 years old. Absolutely. Call I it. mean, come on now. With with them eight toes. With, <laughs> he with them, today. Man, and man, <laughs> let, let, let's drop a bar right there, man. The man was in a health crisis while in Jackson. Let's let's put that right. out there. He was in a health crisis in Jackson. It was well documented. We forget so quick that this dude worked for free. Battle the health crisis, man. Look, I ain't gonna say y'all because I'm, 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 I'm in it. Let's go. JSU had as many uniform combinations as Oregon while he was there. Oh wow! Now we know JSU uniforms ain't never hit for real, right? And we know why Oregon has those uh, uniform com- combinations because the guy from Nike went to Oregon. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. So then, this man uses his connects. His networks, his networking skills to get them boys suits, make sure they look uniform as a team, get them uh, airline airfare. So whenever they got to travel far off, 
they can instead of taking a bus, they can fly. Do you think you're getting that with anybody else? Like, let's be realistic. Can everybody just sit back and stop just trying to strip the man and say, man, you know what? Why he was here, that was cool. But it's no way, like I put on this post the other day, that you thought that that man was going to stay there forever no, in no. them conditions. No, in the conditions and in his caliber. I mean, it was required from him to, to elevate. He said it to his players. He said, hey, either you elevate or you terminate. With his, the way he carries himself, Coach Prime, it was a requirement for him to elevate. He knew when he took that assignment, that wasn't the that was the destination. That was the means. And just like he said in the mm-hmm. um, interview with uh, in Colorado, he said, man, my calling is not at a location. He said, my calling is not at a location. So at the end of the day, and then he had a real good gym he dropped. And um, I didn't forgot it, but he said his um his calling is not at a location. So, and at the end of the day, what we gotta realize too with Coach Prime, you talk about him using his influence. The man made a post. I don't know if many people saw it was a story. He made a post petitioning Tate Reeves, petitioning to show Quay Lamuma to get this water shit fixed. And ultimately, hey, why are you saying that? hold on now. Ultimately, yeah, ultimately, the man tried to use his influence to improve the area in which he was working. So if if you're stabbing Coach Prime in the back right now, you, you really not understanding life right now for somebody to take everything they have and pour every resource, every relationship, you know, every hookup he had into a program in order to elevate it. And you, you're talking about this man moving on. Come on. That's why he moving on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you making it easy for him to move on. Question. Go ahead. Yeah. That was, my, that was my exact question to you, Mario. Who has, and let's call it spade a spade, power five schools, who has the responsibility to impact the community, change the culture, be responsible for y'all finances, everything? Who has that that load of responsibility? I mean, that's, that's being honest, because I'm like, y'all want this man to change the culture, coach the football team, bring in five-star recruits, uh, go undefeated with no compensation, no incentives. Stop the violence. Um, um improve uh, infrastructure. Right. You, uh, um, dare to do drugs. I mean, right. I mean, <laughs> dare against drugs. All this. <laughs> I mean, you want the man to be the male Jackson. I mean, that's what you serious. want him to do, man. And let's, let's be serious. It's 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 not funny, but it is funny. Everything that y'all expected. And here's the thing: your ex, you kept raising the bar. And it, uh, hey, Mario, hey Mario, let me say this too. I got one more question for you, Mario. All right. What coach, like, like, legitimately, have you hung your hat on every word he said? None. Like he can't change his mind. None, because you'd be wrong. Everybody, everybody has the opportunity to change their mind. I would change my mind if I got. I'm in the city. Out. Listen. Here's here's this is it. <laughs> I would change my mind if Bro. a student gets shot in his car two days before I take another job and get killed. On campus, I would change my mind and wouldn't care what nobody else had to say about it. Think about that. Kid died in his car. And they said they was trying to get him to play football. Dead in his car on campus two days before this happened. It's ridiculous, man. So anybody in their right mind would change their mind. That answers your question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I asked that to you because, you know, some people are saying, oh, he he lied to us, this and that, whatever. I said, man. I don't believe that he ever lied because I say it's just like starting a job. We all have intentions when we start the job, but sometimes when we stay on it long enough, you be like, man, I don't really see why I can change this. Or you top out fast. 
Right. He's topped out at JSU. That's as good as it's going to get. I, I don't care if he was say five years, 10 years, that's it. If if he had a plateau and not moved on, he'll be he'd be at fault for that. And for him, like I said, to to even reach over into the political realm, trying to get Tate Reeves and Shokoi Lamum on the same page about the water, trying to get facilities, trying to get all these things to boost this program. That's one thing about too. Let, let's 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 break this down from an HBCU um, uh, standpoint. The question is just was Coach Prime swag, and this is the short answer. No, Coach Prime was not swag. This is the long answer. No, Coach Prime was not swag because Coach Prime's thinking was way beyond swag. Coach Prime wanted to elevate swag, and other schools got mad at Coach Prime for calling them out on the financial decisions that they were making. You go to UCLA, you go to UCLA and get paid half a million dollars to go get beat down. And it costs you half a million dollars just in transportation to get there. That needs to be called out. And there are very there are other examples of what he was trying to do to elevate the conference. The man came in and got the names put yeah, on the back of these people's jerseys. We ain't even gonna talk about that. Yeah. Swag didn't have name on the back of their jerseys until he came. Am I am I am I wrong? No, nah, you 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 right about that. He got the names put and he uh what I was gonna say, he got the trainers brought in because kids couldn't even work out in the summers because they didn't have no trainers. I mean, come on, man. Athletic trainers. Come on. So, it's it's it's, it's get tape. Right, and and guess what? You know how much uh, how much Power Five schools spend on taping? I know what the number was back in those seven. Man, they spent like a hundred thousand dollars just to tape. Yeah. To tape, because taping is preventative. Taping is preventative. You get tape before practice, and now you talking about not having no trainers and going out here to practice. You can't get taped. We talking about practice, Barely not the ice baths, not the that's, game. That's we, level. Not the game. We talking practice. You can't get taped for practice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's, it's very um disheartening to, to know that he's had so much animosity. But no, I will say, no, Coach Prime won swag, and that's no shot. That's no shot towards Coach Prime. Man, Coach Prime wanted to elevate swag because guess what? Can a person in your situation from your situation? Elevate you? Let's ask that question. Cause somebody that was already in the swag, elevate the swag. Mm-mm. Obviously, not saying that nobody's capable. Right? No, no, no. Not saying it wasn't capable, but nobody had had a blueprint. Coach Prime bought. He brought mm-hmm. the blueprint, leveraging your relationships, mm-hmm. um, just just pooling all your resources together. And then here, here's my magic question, Justin. How many of these thousands and million dollar checks we gonna see at halftime going forward? Cause you know, I, I them two games I went to, it was some heavy giving out there. So how much of that we still gonna have? That's something a, a, a power five school does have. They have donors, they have people that actually give back. And not just give back when it's good. On the regular. Colorado got donors. He already said he had boosters on tap. And they ready to put money into the program because they want to see their program succeed. So and, I, and I'm seeing people put up, you know, where they say, like, oh, they ain't got the money yet, but they're going to come up with it. And I said, man, you know what? One thing about it is you ain't got to worry about it. It's going to be there. Oh, yeah. It's going to be there. But but I'll say this, though, is that you brought up a key point. And, you know, I'm going to ask you this question. It's off script from what we got. But uh, where does JSU go from here? Man, that is a heavy 
question. Where does J, J, I, JSU go from here? Go ahead. And I kind of look at it like this. The hate and the, uh, the hate and the, what's the word? And the resistance to change from, to Coach Prime, I think because his cachet and who he was, overshadows anybody looking at what you just said, the blueprint. I think HBCU as a whole will probably go back to what it was. And that's what it was and what it will be. I don't think anybody wants to follow that that blueprint. And I don't think they have anybody that can that can that's capable, really. I mean, you got Eddie George and I think another NFL player now in it. But it's not the same uh mag- magnetic force field around that person. So, you know, my question goes back to like not talking about HBTU, but JSU as a target. Where do they go from here? What do you see? JSU, and this is no shot at JSU. I got family members, in-laws, and everything that's going to JSU. JSU is in control of their own destiny. Nobody will be able to fill Coach Prime's shoes, not from a coaching standpoint. I'm not speaking on the coaching standpoint. There are great coaches out there. They're great coaches that have yet to be discovered. They're great coaches that Jackson State will actually have. But Coach Prime is almost like a spark, and he he brought his own fuel. He did spark it. You got to continue to put gas on that fire, and you do that from a donor standpoint. You do that from a, a support, an alumni support standpoint. standpoint. What needs to happen is all alumni – need to you have to carry on the momentum it's almost like a football game the team that ties the game up going into overtime typically has the most momentum Mm -hmm. so jackson state has kind of leveled i ain't gonna say leveled the playing field but they have brought awareness to hbcu programs based on these last two seasons now you need to carry on with the momentum not saying you got to be like power five but you could be your own entity you know and there's other people out there that have graduated from these historically black um, colleges and universities that have, you know, prestige, that have money to buy your own network, HBCU network. What if every game played on the HBCU network, just like the SEC network? You understand what I'm saying? Those opportunities are still there. It just takes somebody that has vision and that can think out of a box and create that. You understand? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a fun question I thought about today is: What if um, Coach Prime schedules Jackson State for a game? That'll be that'll be kind of interesting. I don't know how that would go, but think about that and, and, and leverage that to the point. That would, that would be interesting. And you think about it to the point to where he always talked about: Hey, these guys are not getting paid. What if Jackson State leveraged the game to where? I mean, what if Coach Prime leveraged the game with Jackson State and got them up there to Colorado to have a game? And it actually benefited um, um, Jackson State financially to give an example of what he gave. That that's still possible. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, uh, me personally, the fate of Jackson State is is in the university's hand, and just like every other HBCU, I think right now it, it depends on what you do to momentum. You know, and and at the end of the day, you you have to keep pushing. I want to see Jackson State forever have that energy. I plan on attending more games just because they're close. And I, I look forward to seeing how they move forward in both parties. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean both sides can't succeed. You know what I'm saying? So, and and I, I just, I don't want the posture of, oh, he's gone and he sold out. Oh, man, that, 
people say that, man, it's just it's it's disheartening because you can see how it's much people don't know in emotions. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that that's where I got, man. Or where do you see it going? Um, I think it's gonna be interesting uh, because you can definitely attempt to catch lightning in a bottle again. But the Dion situation when he got there was so unique that'd be hard to do. Um, because I do remember him coaching that uh, prime prep in Texas. And then that having its own little issues and then him vocally saying he wanted to coach at the collegiate level at some point um, at a, as like an ESPN interview or something like that at, at random. Right. And the JSU opportunity uh, presented itself. Um, it was really a win-win for both parties, honestly. Um, and I think that if JSU tries to duplicate what they got with him, it a, it a, it a nosedive. But if you just be yourself, try to hire a viable candidate. Um, I know a lot of guys don't want to come behind him because it's that's gonna be big shoes to fill. But if you just be yourself, I think that they can do it. I think um, one thing that I'm thinking of with HBCUs as a whole, it's just a recruiting. Um, a lot of kids today have social media and they voice the lack of recruitment from HBCUs, and I think the HBCUs as a whole have to up the ante some way as far as their recruiting and recruiting players go because the quality of product that you put on the field is going to reflect viewership and who wants to see that product uh, on the on the field of play. Absolutely. JSU was head and shoulders above competition. It just wasn't because they got five-star athletes. But it's also because the product reflected that and people want to see that. You Absolutely. Know? You got to close the gap. I, I tell people this. I say Shador is a great quarterback, but he couldn't be as great as he as we probably could see him be at JSU. That's just being honest. Um, the competition isn't there. Same thing with Travis Hunter. The same thing with his uh, son Shiloh and a few others. It's just the competition doesn't present itself. Um, you know, so I think that they have to really focus on not just making the band the center of the show, but also improving the product as far as the football teams and things like that around. Absolutely. All of it is an experience. It's just like going to a five-star restaurant. You're not paying for the food. And, you know, anybody who complains about paying, you know, $100 for a, a um, aged ribeye, you obviously you don't understand why you're there. You're there for the experience. You're not there, you know, just to pay a whole bunch of money. So that being mm-hmm. said, to bring the experience full circle, you have the energy of the band, you have the build up, you have the broadcasting, you have the facilities, and you have you put a good product. And that's the thing. Power five schools, all these school predominantly white institutions, they put they that's a product. And I'll I'll venture out to say this, Coach Prime is a product. If you if you look at the um the NFL um thing he did where he talks about, hey, nobody's ever actually met Dion, but prime time. Primetime was born in, in his uh, locker room in Florida or he's in his dorm room in Florida where he had the books and stuff like that. Coach Prime is a product. Coach Prime is a product. And I don't say that to minimize him or demean him or anything like that. Coach Prime, okay, when you got a product, what you get with product? You get quality. You get performance. Mm-hmm. You know, you get um, you you get attention. You get all that. And that's what Coach Prime brings. So that meant you, you, you get what you pay for. Exactly. That man, they they had thrown Coach Prime in a dead situation 
to revive that situation and have paid him handily. Um, five, was it six years, 29 million? Deser- deservingly so, because he's shown, okay, think about this. We talk about college game day coming to Jackson. Let's not forget the other people who came to Jackson. Good morning, America. The celebrities, all that stuff. Good morning, America. Michael Strahan came to Jackson, Mississippi. Rick Ross, Jackson, Mississippi. Master P was there for his birthday party. Me and you attended. Um, you want to talk about Snoop, Uncle Snoop. Uh, rest in peace, young Dolph. I mean, Gilly and his brother. Right. I mean, man. On the sideline. Right yeah. The, the, the <laughs> list goes on and on. So the attention that he's brought to the university is second to none. And he'll do that in Colorado because at the end of the day, Coach Prime is organic. He has uh, over a million followers on both social media platforms. He's putting out content every day. He He's very organic. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what, honestly, we need to pull back and do is we need to look at the Aflac commercial. I'm, 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 I'm going to put that right there. Look at the Aflac commercial. It's Coach Prime and Coach Saban. We need to see them go head up. That's what we want to see. And Coach Prime could not go head up with Nick Saban at Jackson State. Man, no. Can't do it, but guess what though? You can't get them big boys in the trenches at, at uh there. Hey, but guess what though? I'm gonna say with the 16 team playoff, I say Cole Prime is in there in four years, if not before. And hey, y'all better hope and pray that he don't mess around and win. I man, I want to see him in there. I think he has the ability. Shadur for Heisman. Two, two. I think two gonna be in the running. He should be. Two stay healthy. Two is in. The, he's he's in the running for. And that's the thing. How how do we not what in history? What have we seen a HBCU coach rise to a Power Five school and and and, and become ranked and competing for a national championship? Have we ever seen that in history? No, and nobody ever goes to HBCU to get coaches. Okay, number two, have we seen an HBCU quarterback transition from HBCU to Power Five school and compete for no. the Heisman? History is 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 evolving in front of you. What other questions yep. you got, man? Man, I think that's it. We kind of we kind of flowed into it with the last one. You know, talking about you know expectations for Prime at Colorado. Um, I hope he does well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna order me a Buffalo hat. Let's go Buffs. <laughs> and uh, like I put on my Facebook the other day, I'm not a I'm not necessarily a fan of of, of the school he's at. I'm a wherever he at fan. Just like MC Hammer and, said. I'm a Deion Sanders fan first, then I'm a Atlanta Falcons fan. Hey, it is what it yeah. is. Same way people well, do LeBron. Don't uh-huh. need that. Don't and nobody need to do that. Hey, and that's fine with that. I want to, I want to see the success story. I want to watch the journey because it's a movie in the making. It's about time to get that shit off your chest. Hey, you get to this part. This is gonna be our favorite part of the show. Get it off your chest. We come here and we talk about what's pressing. We've obviously gone over this prime example of what to do, what not to do, and how to handle situations when people evolve and they're promoted. But, mm-hmm. man, what I need to get off my chest is the fact that these feelings will get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Feelings get you in trouble. Man, you look at this world, this world don't care nothing about feelings. Think about this. Coach Prime did what was best for him and his situation. The same thing as what people need to be doing for themselves. But it just honestly shows that 
people don't even have the best intentions for themselves because they spend time focusing on other people and what moves they're making or trying to latch on to somebody else's movement to be a part of that versus make your own movement, make your own legacy. At the end of life, Coach Prime will have, will have the opportunity to look back on all things he's done and all he wants to do is max out. Every person listening to this podcast should want to max out in their life because if you don't, you're not operating in purpose. And sometimes maxing out means leaving. Sometimes maxing out leave, it means uh, upsetting people. Ever been in a bad relationship or been in a relationship to where it's stagnant? Not necessarily bad. It's just that, man, this relationship is not going toward marriage. We can stay right here for years, but it's not going up. So as, as a man or a woman, what you have to do, say, hey, man, I know what I want. This situation is not it. No hard feelings to you, but I'm trying to move up. And just like a bad breakup, that's what people have had because they got in their feelings. Pick up where you at. Know what you got. Bring value to yourself because that's the thing. When you value yourself and you get into a collective that value themselves, HBCU institution, all that, you can you can be big. Jackson State can be big. I think Jackson State will not necessarily recover because this ain't a recovery. Y'all went, just won a swag championship. Y'all finna win Celebration Bowl. It's not a recovery. You got to keep it going. And it's your responsibility to keep it going. And I think that's what upsets people. I think when people have to be um, responsible, it upsets them. And they get in their feelings. So that's what I got to get out of my chest. Uh, I definitely say, like, for me, it's just, um, you know, learn to celebrate. Learn, learn. Learn to uh, – that country right there, learn. But uh, learn to celebrate. Learn to uh, accept people's transition. Um, if they're going up, Wish them the best of luck. And also look at this situation and examine yourself, right? And I'm not telling anybody to do nothing that's out of character. I ain't telling anybody to do nothing that it ain't the time because you got to be sensitive to time as well. But don't be so loyal to the soil that you miss opportunity. Oh, wow. That's a gem. Because you can be loyal to a fault. Uh, Mario alluded to the point of relationships. You can be in a relationship and that thing maxed out. It's to hit a ceiling. And you're trying to find 16 different ways to make it go up another inch when you could. And I'm not talking just about relationships, even jobs where you've hit your limit and you could be reaching the sky if you just move or try something different. Or as you said, going back to this point, Mario, taking your valuables and putting them with somebody else's valuables and capitalizing and building on that. So if you can do that, then you'll be fine. But those are things I want to get off my chest. Don't be so loyal to the soil that you miss on an opportunity. And learn to celebrate people. You know, understand that everything ain't personal. Everything ain't business. But you can look at it and appreciate it. And appreciate the times you have with anybody, uh, especially if you see the value in that person and you know that that person has to go up. So. That's what I got to get off my chest. Absolutely. And again, Coach Prime, congratulations on your promotion. We wish you nothing but the best. Thank you for what you did at Jackson State University. Your sacrifice will not go unnoticed. Um, through your health crisis, through vandalism and theft, um, through um, finances, no water, and you actually using your influence to try to make political change in order to get infrastructure improved. We appreciate you for that. And at the end of the day, thank you for allowing us to be on the ride. Because guess what? Man, 
you if you see Coach Prime, Nick Saban on the Aflac commercial, and you see Coach Prime and Nick Saban in a national championship game, you got to go back and retrace it, and it comes mm-hmm. through Jackson, Mississippi. How awesome oh, yeah. is that? This is Super Real Grande, Justin Miller. This is the Quality Control Podcast. We out. Inspect what you expect. Let's get on a roll. It's about time for some quality control.